This is a podcast from Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk. It is so good to see you all here on this final Sunday of 2019. But not only that, have you noticed? Last one of the decade. Impressive, eh? Another decade ticked off just like that. Um, And I guess really as we reflect, and that's the idea this morning, um, as I'm sure you've already noticed, that we're just reflecting over the year that's gone. I want you to just think, if you can, and this is the reason that you've got these little um, tags on your seats. I want you to think, if you can, about all that's gone on in this last year. You know, as a church, we've experienced a year where lives have been changed, where people have given their hearts and their lives to Jesus. That's worth celebrating, amen? So you can give those people a round of applause. And we've also seen people go through the waters of baptism, which is also incredible. Um, from the very young to the, I was going to say beautiful, Pamela. <laughs> but it's incredible, isn't it? That this year has just sort of, has gone. But in amongst all that has happened, we have to remember that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. We worship a God who is faithful. We worship a God who is consistent. He doesn't have a bad day. Anybody like me? Mondays, you all know this is the score. Tomorrow it's going to be all right. You know why? No work. Anybody at work tomorrow? Oh, I'm not. Anyway, Mondays are terrible for me, but I have bad days, and and we're all the same. We all have bad days, but the good news is is God doesn't have bad days, which has shown over the past 12 months as a church that the good days, as we understand, and we understand that God's in control, we as a church have gained ground. We have gained territory where the enemy thought it wasn't possible. God is much bigger than him, isn't he? God is much greater than the enemy. God is steadfast and sure, and the enemy cannot stand against. How do I know? Well, we say it so very often. Jesus said he will build his church, and the gates of hell aren't going to stand against it. So I'm not worried about what people in Gainsborough think about what Hope Church should or shouldn't be doing. It doesn't interest me one bit. All I'm interested in is what God has called us to do. So therefore, we will continue to keep stepping into that. And Hope Church exists and has existed for the past 10 years, almost. Got a whoop from my wife. (laughs) Has existed for almost the past 10 years on the basis that what we are here for is to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ, to share the gospel, to plant seeds where it wasn't seemingly possible. And this is what God has been doing. There is a lot of us not here today because they're all away with family and friends or even on holiday. How selfish. 
when they listen to this on the recording, I will expect them to as well, I will think, well, how selfish. Anyway, we're all here in sunny, I can't believe it's 24 degrees today, can you? But you see, God has done what needed to be done over these past, this past year and these past 10 years. And we've seen so many lives changed. We've seen so many people go through the waters of baptism. And it's so encouraging. But we want to reach more for him, don't we? We don't just want to go, well, do you know what? The last nine and a half years have been great. Let's just, let's just sit back, relax, and take it easy. Because that would be useless, wouldn't it? What, what a waste of time. You know, we're all here, we are invested in this church in order to bring forth the good news, to share the good news. Everything that we do is based around that. So we want to affect this town and its surroundings for the good, to love people and to serve people even when they don't deserve it. That sounds a bit of a shocker, doesn't it? The good news is that you were in exactly the same position, but Jesus thought you were worth dying for, amen? You see, we serve and we love even when we think, well, perhaps they don't deserve it. We do what we're called to do because at the end of the day, we are here because we were first loved. We love because he first loved us. And as a result of all that's happened over just this year and the past nine and a half years, we have got so much to be thankful for. So with that said, have a look at Psalm chapter 95. Um, and I'm just going to read it to you quickly um, while you turn to it. It'll be up on the screen. Uh, Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and extol him with music and song. For the Lord is the great God, the great king above all gods. Small g, you notice there. In his hand are the depths of the earth and the mountain peaks belong to him. The sea is his, for he made it. And his hands formed the dry land. Come, let us bow down in worship. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. For he is our God and we are the people of his pasture, the flock under his care. Just turn over to Psalm 100. And listen as the words are echoed here as the psalmist writes, Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name for the Lord is good and his love endures for a short time. His love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Isn't it amazing that as the psalmist wrote these, as they were thinking about the liturgy that they would say to the Lord as they came into the temple, that they were writing these things about the same God that we worship, the same God who is worthy of praise all these thousands of years later, the same God, remember, who was the same then as he was yesterday, as he is today. And do you know what? Good news. He will be tomorrow. He will be tomorrow. How do I know that I can face tomorrow? The hymn writer wrote, because he lives. That's why I can face tomorrow. That's why we can step into tomorrow. Because God's already been there. He's already seen it. He's already there. And he loves us. And he cares for us. And my Bible says, and we can read it so many times, he wants the very best 
for us. The Psalms that we've read there go together and they proclaim the same news and give very similar instructions. Shout, sing, worship God, the great king above all gods, small g, not gods at all. 95 and verse 3, you'll see where it says that. So the same instructions are given. The same adoration is given. And the, the, the truth is that what the psalmists are trying to sell, tell us is don't hold back. You know, we're, as a British culture, we hold back, don't we? We're so good at holding back. Sometimes I'm enthusiastic and other times I'm very restrained on this occasion actually quite restrained but but the, the bible's telling us here is don't hold back we're to recognize where all of what we have has come from we're to recognize that all of what we have is because he has given it to us that he is faithful that we recognize how it has all come about so much to be thankful for but there's only one god to thank so much to be thankful for but there's only one god to thank you see, again, as the psalmist writes in 100, uh, Psalm 150, just turn over again if you've got your Bibles open. It's just a few pages on. If not, it'll be up on the screen. Um, one of my favorite short psalms, this. Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for his surpassing greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the harp and lyre. Praise him with the tambourine and dancing. Praise him with the strings and the fruit. Praise him with the clash of cymbals. Praise him with resounding cymbals. And listen to this if you're a highlighter or an underliner. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. No one or nothing else is worthy of such praise. No one else or nothing is worthy of such thanksgiving, such adoration. For all we are, church, is because of him. Amen? All we are is because of him. And Psalm 95 and Psalm 100 are put together as part of the same collection, as I said about these liturgical psalms. And it goes back all the way to Psalm 93. You didn't know you were going to be uh, looking at an exposition of the psalms this morning. Word just came to me. Thank you. Didn't write it down. Can't spell it. But in Psalm 93, we see how the psalmist writes, the Lord reigns, he is robed in majesty. The Lord is robed in majesty and armed with strength. And the world is firmly established. It cannot be moved. And I love that, how the psalmist starts off this cluster between 93 and 100, starts off this cluster by just declaring who this God is that we worship. It's not just a flippant uh, idol. It's not just this thing that we worship that is just something that we go to to have a look at every six months or once a year. It's not this thing that we have up on a shelf that we go and bring praise to. It's not something up on the wall, but rather this is the living one true God. The God who is, as we've said, the same yesterday, today and forever. The God who is omnipresent, which means he's everywhere all of the time. There are no empty seats. Amen. You see, because God fills the whole space. God is here and he is worthy of praise. And the psalmist is saying, look, just understand, if you will, this morning. Understand the God that you are bringing worship to is the God who put the stars into space. The world is firmly established because he did it. And because he did it, it cannot be moved. 
I love that. Why do I like that so much? Well, the good news is that as I've put my faith and my trust in Jesus Christ, and I know many of you have, that that means that we are in him. We are rooted and established in him. What does that mean for you and me then? Well, it means we cannot be moved. It, it means we cannot be moved. Now, it might doesn't mean that we can't be shaken or we can't have bad days or we can't get upset. But remember, God is steadfast and sure. And when we are his, we are always his. Not just for a short time, but forever. Not just for this life, but forever. How long are we his? Forever. I feel like you're warming. I like it. But you see, the psalmist is just saying to us, listen, this is the God that you worship. If we remain in him and we draw from his strength and his power, we can push forward, taking ground, holding nothing back. And as the year, the decade draws to a close, we thought it might be nice or a nice idea for us to fill out just a label that you've got in front of you that I've already mentioned, just to fill that out with something, just one thing, unless you've got really small doctor handwriting and you can scribble a thousand things on there. If you have, then do that. Um, just put something on there and we're going to stick it on the, uh, there's a little branch down at the back on the left-hand side. Write on there what you're thankful for this year and pop it on there. Now, if that seems a little bit too awkward for you to do, that's fine. Remember, Mary pondered the things in her heart. So if it's okay for Mary, it's okay for you. Don't worry about it if you don't want to write it down and you don't want to put it on. But I thought it might be a nice idea. We thought it might be a nice idea just to write something that we're thankful for. There's so much gone on. We've had, um, as I say, people saved. We've had baptisms. We've had weddings. Whoop, whoop. So many exciting things have happened. We've started a youth group. We've got so much going off throughout the week. We've so, so many lives that are affected throughout the week. But also in your own life, in your own walk, what are you thankful for? What's God done for you? How can you be sure that he is the same yesterday and forever? That's the thing that I want you to just think on and just reflect. And as we do that, as you take a moment to just think and just write, I'm going to stick a media on and then I'll close in prayer. So please enjoy the media and see what the Lord's got to say to you from all that he's done this year. What gift of love could I offer to a king? What weight or worth could be held within my offering? When He alone is worthy A glory song is inscribed upon my heart This treasure held in an alabaster jar I
Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for all that you've done for us over this past year, Father, this past decade. But Lord, we can look forward to tomorrow with excitement and anticipation because we know, Lord God, that you are already there. Father, we thank you that you are an unchanging God and that your word is steadfast and sure. And Father, we pray that you would just bless us richly as we enter into this coming week and into this new year and to this new decade, that Father, you would bless us as individual families, Father, but too as a church, that you would have your hand upon us and that Father, that everything we do would bring glory to you, that you would help us, Lord, to just bring your word, Father, to share love, Father, to to love people, to serve people, Father, that the heart of this place might be the heart of the Lord Jesus Christ, that we might just love people to the very end. Father, just help us and strengthen us in that. And again, Lord, we thank you that we've been able to celebrate Christmas together. And I pray, Lord, for safety and traveling mercies for all that's going to happen over the coming days ahead. So just bless us, Lord, we pray, as we share now together, as we give thanks for all that you've done. Father, you're worthy of praise. We ask all of these things in and through our Savior's precious name, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. This has been a podcast by Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk.